Welcome to episode six of the I Rock Kentucky Blue podcast. My name is Rich Bull, and I'm here to give y'all my side of things on Kentucky basketball. So we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, my cats went from a bubble team to to in the in the field now. Makes me happy. Uh, we had a rough week a couple of weeks ago losing to Georgia at the at they crib and getting smacked by Arkansas in the second half. Um, but we turned it around this week, this past week. So, um, let me go ahead and give y'all some scores. This, this past week was probably the biggest week of our season. Uh, we had two quad one wins, uh, to be had and, uh, we took care of business. The first one, we played Mississippi state at Mississippi state. We came out on top at, um, 71 to 68. Looks like. Mississippi State, I watched the game. Mississippi State didn't go away. We went up. Um, we looked like it was going to pull away, and then they, you know, they fought and came back. That total Smith cat is nice. Uh, he had 22 and 5. But, uh, yeah, they definitely gave us a run for our money. Oscar had a, had his normal stat line, 18 points, 11 rebounds. Reeves had 14 points, was 4 of 7 from the three-point line. Um Jacob Toppin had 16 points, three rebounds. Chris Livingston had 13 points, five rebounds. Cason Wallace had four points, but he had 11 assists. He was doing real good at point guard, uh, running the point for us, uh, with us being shorthanded without Saber and uh, CJ. We also had a dude come off the bench and give us some energy. He had four points and four rebounds in eight minutes. And uh, Damien. Collins, he had two points and two rebounds in six minutes. All in all, it was a good win. It was much needed. Uh, like I said, Kaysen, Kaysen was one for 13, so he offensively he wasn't doing what he needed to do. But with him being kind of the only point guard right now running the show, uh, he played a lot of minutes. He played 38 minutes, which was uh, the second most behind Reeves, who played 39. So I know those boys was gassed. And, you know, with you trying to find your teammates to get them open and get them some confidence – your offense is probably going to take a hit, um, especially guarding the point guard, you know, because um, he has good defense as well. So, you know, he made a shot one for 13, but he, overall I think he had a good game. He uh, helped in other areas. So all in all, that was a good win by us. I'm really happy with that win. And then Saturday we ran it back with Tennessee, but this time it was at our crib, and we knocked them off again, 66 to uh, 54. Now I know they had a couple people out. They had – uh. I think his name is Josiah Jordan James. He's one of their uh one of their bigger players. Uh probably their second best player on the team, maybe their best player on the team. Um then they had a big out as well. So they was kind of running low on players, but so was we. We didn't have uh CJ and, and Saver again. Uh, <clears throat> and this one was all in all to me, one of the best games we played all year. We was up 20 at halftime. That's probably the best half we played all year. Uh Kaysen got out of shooting sump. He has 16 points, six rebounds, six assists. I love that kid. I love his drive. I love his defense. You know, he was taking some some uh some big shots, some big mid-range shots when uh Tennessee was going on a little run. Um, so I'm definitely, definitely happy that he he got out of his slump. The 16 points is big for us. Oscar, he had 16 points, seven rebounds. Chris Livingston again had 12 points, 10, uh, 10 rebounds. Jacob Toppin had 11 points, five rebounds. Uh, Antonio Reeves had uh, eight points. He was one for three from three. All in all, like I said, great game. Kaysen logged a lot of minutes again. He had 39 minutes out of the possible 40. 
And then secondly, uh, Chris Livingston probably played the most minutes he had all year with 37 minutes, but he was big for us that game. I loved how he came out. He came out aggressive. Uh, he was getting some good putbacks. He was rebounding the ball. Uh, he was playing good defense. He made a mistake. I remember one time he made a mistake and then got back and got the steal. Like, all in all, he just had a really good game. I think, you know, I think he had more points than what he had. Uh, I don't think that was his career high at Kentucky, but – to me, those 12 points is probably the most 12, the most important 12 points that he's given us all season. Um, so great game by the guys, man. Uh, and it put us to 18 and nine. So going into Tuesday, we were on the last four outline. We was the first team out. Uh, or my bad, we was the first, we was on the first four outline, but we was the first team out of the four. Um, and then Mississippi State, obviously it was a quad one win. We beat them at Mississippi State. And then we knocked Tennessee off. And in the latest uh, bracketology I seen, they had us at an eight seed. So we went from like a week ago being um, last four or first four out to now being cemented in the tournament. And just looking at the bracketology, I hope it don't pan out this way because uh, I don't know if the NCAA would be trying to get money or what. But they had us in there like we would play Purdue in the second round. But also UConn is in that bracket, West Virginia's in that bracket, Gonzaga's in that bracket uh, bracket, Duke, Tennessee, Auburn, Providence, Baylor's the number two seed. Like, bro, that's like a deadly bracket. Uh, so hopefully we keep winning and get a higher seed, but I ain't scared of none of those teams, but it's just that's a that's death row right there. But uh yeah, we we as a UK fan base can kind of be on the up and up right now. Uh, hopefully we continue the momentum. I think if we at least go two and two the rest of the way, um, because I think we, let me see, we got, I know we got Florida on uh, Wednesday at they crib. They just lost Castleton, uh, but that's supposed to be another quad one uh, game. And then we got Auburn at our crib Saturday. And then we had Vandy in Arkansas. So we got four games left. If we go two and two, then we're a lot for the tournament and, hell even a better seed than where we are now so shout out to the to the boys you know we we we've had some injuries and we're playing we're playing thin right now but we figure out a way to to uh knock out the teams we needed to knock out so next i want to get in on chris livingston so i said this after the tennessee game if we had this confidence from chris livingston all season we'd probably have about four losses Chris Livingston, the past couple weeks, has been playing his ass off. Like, we've really needed him, and he has shown up, both on the offense and the defensive end. He's our best free throw shooter. He's just playing. He got He's playing like he got that dog in him. Like, he – so when he first came to Kentucky, the first couple weeks, I was like, this is going to be Alex Poitras. And I really liked Alex Poitras, but he was one of those players that was highly touted and didn't pan out the way he was supposed to. But – you know, Chris is getting some confidence. I think he's going to be really good for us. Um, I think he'll be back next year. But the way he's playing right now, he keep finding that confidence. We're going to be a dangerous team in the tournament. Um, so I just want to give him a shout-out because he's playing really, really good. Another uh, player I want to give a shout-out to, and I've given him a shout-out the past couple pods, was Antonio Reeves. He just consistently he content, consistently keeps playing. When that, when he shoots the three, I think it's going in every time. I mean, now obviously, he ain't, he's not shooting 100%, um, but he just has that shot, man. He has that stroke, and uh, he's, hitting some, he's hitting some big shots for us to uh, 
get us some wins. So I wanted to give him a shout out to those two players, along with Kaysen. If Kaysen and Oscar continues to do what they do, and then we get them two players to continue playing the way they play, it's gonna be it's gonna be dangerous for anybody we play. So I wanted to give him a shout out. Next thing I want to talk about. So a couple of weeks ago, I talked about on the pod how um the fans were booing Cyber Willard. <clears throat> uh I don't know if y'all been watching the games, but he's missed the last two weeks. And when I say we need him right now, that's an understatement. Kaysen is playing way too many minutes. If we don't have a backup point guard, I, as much as I love a dude, and I think he's going to be uh, a Dutiero, and I think he's going to be a really good player for us, he's not ready to to man that point guard position when Kaysen goes to the bench. Um, so, you know, Kaysen, he's playing all these minutes, he's getting tired, and it's it's hurt his offense to, to a certain extent. But having Savir on, you know, on the floor – it gives him some rest and Saber can run the, run the team. Uh, we need him and it's showing. And I know some of you fans that were saying, you know, he, he, he needs to to play a lesser role. Y'all, I bet you y'all changing y'all's tune now. So I hope he, he gets healthy. I know he played that. Um, I forgot what game it was, but he played gritty. He hurt his ankle. The game he hurt his ankle. He came out in the second half because he knew his team needed him and he helped us win. So you will soon, Saber. We need you. And, uh, yeah, we definitely need Saber. All right. I know I'm going through these topics fast, but um, the next thing I want to talk about is Oscar. So when Oscar told us he was coming back, he his, his thing was he wanted to win number nine, but he also knew that there were things that he needed to work on um, to become an NBA player. Uh, we're watching the same game. Oscar looks the same as he did last year. Uh, maybe less, maybe a little less, uh, than what he was last year because big men are handling him. Uh, he's having issues with the pick and roll. Um, one of the things he was supposed to work on when he came was his jump shot and he shot two threes with the shot clock going down in the last two games. And they've been airballs. <laughs> he does. He doesn't like bother going out to the three point line to shoot a three. He doesn't have that confidence. And uh, his mid range has gotten better, but it's also not consistent either. So I say that to say I don't think he's progressed. Uh, I know I said in the previous part that he's regressed, but like I didn't kind of go. I didn't go into depth with uh, what I was seeing. But I just want to go in depth and say, like, probably needs to come back next year. Uh, and then if he comes back and plays with those guys, the pressure will be off of him uh, as much as it has been the last two years. And he can work on those things. So uh, I want to see him succeed. I want him to I want him to be an NBA player. Uh, I compared him to Jared Vanderbilt a couple pods ago and Jared Vanderbilt is playing really good for the Lakers since he's been traded. He's played good the past couple of years. He does what he's supposed to do. He brings that energy. He plays defense. He gets uh, rebounds. So, you know, he don't, he don't get you 20 whatever points a game, but he's found a, he's found his niche in the league and he's a starter and he plays, he's playing really good. I, I kind of want to see Oscar in that same role. I just, 
he's not physical enough and he has a lot of problems with the big with the bigs. So uh, I hope he comes back to work on this game. Cause like I said, I want to see him in the NBA. I want to see him flourish um, in whatever role that might be. So another person speaking of, of players that um, have aspirations to go to the NBA is Jacob Toppin. I've been high on him, but the game against Georgia pointed out to me what I've seen um, the whole season is I, I don't know why he's so scared to shoot three pointers. He doesn't shoot a bad percentage from the three. And it seems like the defense sags off of him and he takes a couple dribbles, pulls up and shoots a mid range, which he don't be hitting most of the time. He was earlier in the year, but I don't know what's changed. But in these past couple games, he's hit a couple threes, and I hope that's got his confidence back up. But to get in the NBA, he's going to have to do like his brother did. His, Obi was an ultra-athletic player, but Obi also shot three, and he shoots the three in the NBA. So I hope that's something he's working on. Honestly, we don't have, we don't have a lot of room next year, but top Oscar, Livingston, they all need to come back. <clears throat> I don't think Reeves will come back. Uh, I remember him saying before the season started that this will be his last season of playing college basketball. Um, so I don't know where their where their roles will be next year. Uh, I could I don't I don't see Toppin transferring, and I hope Livingston don't. And Oscar, this is just really hard because we got some dogs coming in next year. Like I don't know if y'all. Uh, pay attention to the high school scene. Um, but DJ Wagner <laughs> got into it with somebody over the weekend. He was ready to throw. That's type of players I won't see. Of course, I don't want to see nobody get in trouble, but like, you ain't going to punk me. Like, I'm out here trying to do the same thing you are. So, uh, I hope they come back. I just don't know what the roles would be. Uh, we would be stacked if we did. Um, and speaking of high school games, off, off subject, uh, I know the district is starting. And uh, shout out to my to my brother Kern. He's a he's a he coaches the freshman team at Frederick Douglass, and I went and watched him play. Went and watched his team play uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he said he stays on. He's he, he's assistant for the varsity team, and I and and I stayed to watch that game. And when I tell you they got some dogs, uh, Melo Boone and, and Avion Chenault, Kai, point guard, they, it was the game against GRC. Uh, they went crazy. This is my first time watching them play, and uh, they got a really good chance to win state this year. So uh, I know shout-out to my to my partner Easter, too. His, his, uh, his son, Amari, he, he be hooping for station as well. So I just wanted to give a shout-out to all them high schoolers, too, um, keep doing y'all thing, and 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 I hope to see y'all at the next level as well. Uh, it was some exciting basketball coming in in, in the state of Kentucky, uh, <clears throat> and with Reed Shepard, who's supposed to be coming next year as well. Um, but but back to back to the subject subject to hand. Um, the next the next two games we got, we play at Florida tomorrow because I'm I'm recording on Tuesday. We play at Florida tomorrow at seven. 
Like I said, they lost their uh, best player to a broken hand, Colin Castleton. I think I said Cole earlier. His name's Colin Castleton. Um, he gave us buckets in the first game, but uh, I we we I they have us losing. <laughs> uh, they gave him Florida fifty five percent chance to win on ESPN. Uh, I don't see how, but I think with him out, it should be a fairly easy game. I think Oscar goes off his game because he doesn't have to deal with that length. Uh, I could be wrong, but ESPN thinks differently. But if you lose, your best player breaks the hand, and that's a pretty much out of head, I just don't see how. I don't see how. I think we win by at least twelve. Um, I predict the. I predict we score in the seventies, and we win by twelve. So that's that game, and then um, we also then we play Saturday. That's a pretty big game. Saturday we play Auburn at four o'clock. Auburn's having a, a down year, um, but you can never count them out. Johnny Broom, uh, he was somebody I was hoping that we was going to look at uh, getting in the transfer portal portal um, this past offseason, but he ended up going to Auburn. Auburn got some players, man. Like I said, you can't count them out. And uh, I think we win this game because we had the crib. If we was at Auburn, I'd be like, yeah. I think we win this game by five or six. I think it'll be a close game, but I think we knock them off as well. And I think that strengthens us. Uh, at the, if we win these two games, I think we go to a, a six or a seven seed, more than likely a seven seed. Um, so definitely a couple games to look out for with us this uh, this week. And we can hopefully we continue the momentum because the last two games, I think we got Vandy. And then we got all Arkansas at Arkansas to end the end the season. That's going to be a hard one. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I got for uh, for our schedule this week. Lastly, I want to talk about a UK player that's in the league. Uh, when he came to UK, I was big on him. I I thought he was cold. Like he he had an old school game. Uh, he plays kind of slow, but this was this was when he played at Kentucky. He played kind of slow, but he but he manned the he manned the team. Uh, he put the team on his back often, and that's uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Well, he uh, he did everything in that game against Kansas State. I still can't believe we lost to lost to Kansas State that year, man. We had uh, PJ Washington, who I think he missed like double digit free throws in that game. We had uh, William Gabriel. We had uh, I forget Jared Vanderbilt. Jared Vanderbilt was on that team too, but he he had a injury riddled season. He didn't uh he didn't come on to the end, so we didn't really get to see a lot of him. But uh yeah, man, that was I think we we had Nick Richards too. We had Nick Richards too. Uh, we should have ah man, because that was a year we could have won it too. We lost to Kansas State that year, but but Shea put the team on his back, man, and and uh, he got to the league and just turned all the way up like. 32 points a game. I know he plays in Oklahoma City, but, like, so did Westbrook, so did KD. Like, if you're a hooper, you're a hooper. I know a lot of people say uh, when you play on those small market teams, they're called empty points. But, no, Shea hoops. Like, bro, I'm a I'm a Cavs fan. He, he went crazy against us. Um, and he was in the All-Star game this year. I personally – so I, I this is why I brought him up because I had an argument with a couple people. And I know this is off subject with UK, but he's a UK player, so I thought I'd bring it to the to the pod. So 
he wasn't voted as an all-star starter. He is a top five in scoring in the NBA. And the Thunder, I believe, are two or three games out of a playoff spot. The Thunder are two or three games out of a playoff spot. And if you look at that lineup, they have no – like, bro, they, they should not be in that position. So um, I think that he should have started. And what I was told by my friends was that uh, who's he going to start over? So the starters was Luca, Steph, Braun, Jokic, and I forgot the fourth player, but the guards was uh the guards was Luca and Steph. It was Zion. Zion was the other player. And uh I know it's a fan vote, but like to me, I just don't see how Shea isn't voted a starter. So they said that the reason why is because Steph Curry, like who's he gonna start over? Steph Curry or Luca? And I told him that Steph is a great player, like one of the best players in the league, top three. But Steph ain't played most of the season. So why would he start over Shea? And they said he was because he was the face of the league. In my opinion, I like that's crazy to me. If somebody's playing their ass off, they're going to just forever be behind these two players who may miss half the season uh, because they're one of the faces of the league. Like, I don't agree with all that. Um, and then, hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a Brian fan. And uh, they said, well, when Brian, Brian uh, got voted as a starter and he was hurt, and I was like, well, he shouldn't have started either. If there was somebody played, had a be- is having a better season than him, he shouldn't start either. But I get it's the fan vote and the, van- the fans get to choose, but I just think that that voting system should be a little different because Shea – has definitely went crazy this year. He definitely should have been a starter. Like, even when uh, Steph ended up uh, not playing because he was hurt, they put Jai in. And Jai's going crazy, too. But to me, I think Shea should have started over over Jai. But I just want to give a shout-out to him because he's hooping. He's hooping, hooping. And I, as much as I, I loved him as a player at UK, I did not expect this. Like, he's came in. He goes, he gets to the free throw line. He shoots. Uh, the three pretty good. Got a good, nice little step back game. You know, nice handle. He gets to the rack. So he's one of our best players uh, from UK that's in the league right now. So definitely shout out to uh, to Shea Gilgis Alexander. And I want to shout out uh, to Q and, and Beyond the Game. Been off for a couple of weeks. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Uh, the, 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 week, the week that we lost those two games, I didn't even want pot. Uh, I was sick though. Like I didn't want to pod, but I was sick. I would have potted if I wasn't sick, but it was just too late to pod. Um, and another game was coming up. So uh, I want to give a shout out to those guys. And uh, that's all I got for this week, man. Like I say all, all the time, if y'all got any, any suggestions or any questions or whatever, just holler at me and uh, in the uh, beyond the game group. If anybody wants to be a guest on the show, uh, reach out. Also, uh, me and my boy Don, who does the Hills Have Eyes, we might have something cooking up too uh, before the uh, before the conference tournaments. So just keep an eye on that. And then uh, I'm gonna have my guy Derek Stevenson on here as well, probably probably um, next couple of weeks. So we'll see what his schedule's like. But as always, I appreciate y'all. Uh, that's it for uh, the I Rock Kentucky Blue podcast. Till next time, I'll let y'all next week. 
Yes, sir.